We are live. We are live. We are live. Yes. Yes. Great morning. Great afternoon. Great evening, ladies and gentlemen. Come on right on. Come right on in wherever you may be tuning in with us this afternoon or evening or morning, wherever you may be tuning in. This is going to be a great one. So go ahead and tag as many people as possible. Let them know that we are here each and every day, every Wednesday, not every day. I'm in the wrong show <laughs> each and every Wednesday, right? For another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And my special, my very special featured guest for today is none other than Dr. Yavanka Farabee. So hello, Dr. Yavanka. Hello, hello, Pamela. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I'm so excited. Absolutely, absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, go ahead, like I said, and tag as many people as possible. Let them know that we are here getting ready for another phenomenal, phenomenal, powerful uh, show this afternoon. So whether you're joining us through uh, my private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace, or whether you're joining me in my personal Facebook group or on YouTube or any other social media platforms, go ahead and tag as many people as possible, a minimum of 10, and let them know that we are here live and you are definitely in for a treat. And so where this is my mission and my goal and my desire to share with the world the crisis or those traumas, right, that God has allowed to happen in our lives. And then those triggers or those defining moments that uh, was used to strengthen our faith along the way, right? And then, of course, those triumphs or those victories where we that we've experienced so we can, above all, glorify God and help the ones who are the millions of people who are out here waiting and hurting to be healed right by our testimony. Because the word of God says what? That we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and through the word of our testimony. And I am super honored. I'm so honored and blessed uh, to have none other than my featured guest for this evening, none other than Dr. Chaplin, excuse me, Chaplin, Dr. Yavanka Farabee. Hello, Dr. Yavanka. Hello. Again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Yavanka was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. She is a master chaplain and coach. Dr. Faraby is a transformational, motivational speaker. She's an author, an empowerment strategist. Come on now, empowerment strategist that has shared the stage with none other than John Leslie Brown, the son of none other than our coach and mentor, Mr. Les Brown. She delivers a message of hope that affects a positive shift and mindset that positive that positions, excuse me, that positions her list, listeners for a victorious professional and personal lives. With her 30 year experience, 30 years of experience, uh, Dr. Yvonne, Dr. Yavanka has affectionately positioned change across several industry sectors, including sales, consultancy, real estate, insurance, and the correctional institution industry. Come on now. She has a wide range of uh, things on her bio that can wallpaper a whole wall 
if necessary. Okay. <laughs> and so her passion for helping people find joy and satisfaction in life was inspired by the downturn in the economy. Did anybody get any inspiration from the downturn? Huh? <laughs> and as well as from, listen at this, grief, fear, confusion, failure of her marriage and health, and the failure of business endeavors. endeavors. We are super excited to hear about all of this, um, all these uh, triggers and the, these traumas, traumatic things, and how she has overcome, all right? And going on down, we're going to skip, I'm not gonna steal any of her thunder. So Dr. Yavanka, she holds a doctorate of theology and a bachelor's of arts in business management and has a master, she's a master prison chaplain. Come on now, she gonna go minister to the people. All right, so I am super excited to hear, um, I'm so excited for you all to hear her story, all right, of uh, the traumas, triggers, and triumphs. So with that being said, again, thank you so much, Dr. Yavanka, for accepting the invitation to come and share with my audience today. Mm -hmm. And so with uh, that being said, what was that traumatic thing or those traumatic things that uh, happened to you? Well, first of all, thank you again uh, for having me on the show. And um, I'm always humbled about and, and glad you know to share my testimony you know so that somebody else would learn from my mistakes because sometimes you know you you can learn from other people so mm -hmm. you know, uh, hopefully you don't have to experience the devastation that i did because it was self-induced a lot of it wow <laughs> but that's a lot uh, of us <laughs> yeah a lot of us but but you know uh, that is the way that i had to learn uh, about a, a lot of things about myself because i just didn't understand some things Mm -hmm. that were, were pivotal to my purpose mm -hmm. and so just a, an overview I, i'm like a lot of people in that i was raised uh with my, my mother was um i had very strong blue collar uh, hard-working parents my mother was raised on a farm she was a part of that great migration mm -hmm. uh, from the south to chicago um which is how you know i got to you know i was born there she met my dad there and you know she got one of those factory jobs where they promised the pension and and you know all the stuff that you know they don't do today we don't have mm. those type of, of jobs mm. but that was a fiber you know and my, my mom she believed in education and she actually wanted to go to college herself but it was a turn of events that you know basically would be permanently shelved and so she instilled in us kids that education was important and i was in agreement so i went to college uh i i got a, a, a job in a fortune 500 company in the engineering organization which mm. my mother was all kinds of stoked about and, but the problem was is that i i hated that i hated that job what you I, say I, I, and and because it was such a poor fit uh for mm -hmm. me you know i was a good interviewer i was a good test taker and i had an aptitude to learn but this was back, you know, there wasn't a whole lot in the 80s and early 90s to talk about purpose the way we we don't know. We didn't know then what we know now about the importance of gifts and talents and, you know, God given things and that, you know, I wasn't even saved back then. Mm. So I just, you know, went after the money and ended up painting myself in the corner for many years. I was I was miserable and mm. I was average at that job at best. And I did wow. find my way in, into sales and I was uh, several markets into sales, professional sales and I earned a six-figure salary for many years, mm -hmm. uh, but 
even though sales was a better fit for me, um, at, at, at was a particular particular time, I, I think I was 10 years into a pharmaceutical sale career at the time. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it was lucrative, but it still wasn't it. It wasn't challenging me. It was not speaking to my soul. By this time I had gotten saved and begin to understand that there was some a, a greater purpose for my life. I Absolutely. had greater callings on my life. But the problem was, is that I didn't understand sacrifice mm. because mm. I wanted to serve God the way I wanted to serve God. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but I was what a lot of people do. I was busy telling God what to do. I was going to tell him, you know, how I was going to serve him. And when he blessed me with these ideas that he gave me, right. all these things I was going to do, but I was trying to keep everything the same in terms of the fruits of what I built on, on sinking sand mm. uh, and still, you know, try to, you know, fit God in there some kind of way. Wow. And I didn't realize the superficiality of my relationship with the Lord. If you'd have mm. asked me, I'd have told you I loved him with my whole heart. And, and I would tell you, I believe that because it was the best of my ability. I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, while I was going through this, the the I had I had gone through a situation where, you know, the economy turned and mm -hmm. in 2008, I didn't have to make a decision for my life in terms of pivoting. I never had a life plan, uh, but but it was made for me because I was laid off of that six figure job. I thought I could never live without that job. What you say? You know, because, you know, you think, I, you know, things are gonna, gonna stay the same. You mm -hmm. know, they're, you know, I was in that denial that, you know, I had a false sense of security that this thing is gonna stay the same and it didn't. And that's, yeah. that's what so many people, yes. you know, when they have arrived at that mm -hmm. position or that level, right? Mm -hmm then they put their security in that job and my security was totally in that job i had a yeah. beautiful house uh, with a north-facing city lights view that i love mm -hmm. i you know i had rental properties i had all these things that when that economy turned i lost everything wow i lost my job uh i had to sell off my properties in a down market that means i didn't make a thin dime after wow. years of investing i was doing good not to be upside down i was able uh, to, to, you know, get out of my real estate ventures, my 12 year marriage I had at the time, it was already rocky and it collapsed under the weight. It was, wow. it was, it was finished. And I found myself because I had given no thought to my life in terms of the direction that it needed to go. I didn't have a life plan. And mm -hmm. I tell people now it's important, even if you're not going to strike in a moment to make a move on what you're going to do, even if you have a job, if you're in a position where you're not forced, this is a time to really uh, take stock and what you not only what you want for yourself what kind of legacy you want to leave for your family what, or or the community or the world even mm -hmm. uh, and and be intentional about the plan so that when the opportunities happen for you you can you have something to pivot Absolutely. so i had nothing i had nothing i'd have thought thought of outside of my nine to five career wow and i found myself um you know making you know very um these moves that you know were out of panic and mm -hmm. out of fear they were mm -hmm. fear-based mm -hmm. and so we know how well that goes and i always wanted to be an entrepreneur you know full-time and i thought mm -hmm. this is my chance but again mm -hmm. no life plan mm -hmm. i got something I, I felt it was respectable mm -hmm. and you know it was an honest living and potentially lucrative which was the insurance industry and i Absolutely. opened up an insurance agency from scratch wow with no customers uh with all the overhead everything that goes along with that and no mentor so what <laughs> no mentor because i'm smart 
you know, right. I, I've I can figure that thing out. out. I can figure that thing out. This is the whole thing about self-reliance. Wow. Not take, not really earnestly taking things to the Lord and, and asking, what is it that you want for my life and right. having an intentional plan. I'm going to tell you, uh, Lord, that I'm, mm. you know, I'm opening this insurance agency. You know, obviously you bought this opportunity to me. So when you bless me, this is what I'm going to do. And he's like, okay, uh, you go on ahead and do that. And uh, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> right. But the, the beautiful thing about it, he will allow. Yes. He yes. will allow us to make the choices mm -hmm. and he will give you the desires of your heart. And you know what? And and I'm I liken it when I think about the Israelites, uh, uh, when, uh. When, the, when the Israelites, they had enough courage and they left Egypt yes. and they were stuck in that middle, you know, middle place and they had the soldiers at their back. And the Lord knew that if he allowed them to go a shorter route, the way that they were accustomed, they would just turn right back. Absolutely. To the, the slavery that they came from. Absolutely. And so he took them the long way. They mm -hmm. needed to go a long way to make it more challenging so that they would keep pressing forward. He needed and so that he could get the glory. So that he could get the glory. And for me, I believe because during that time period, I would periodically, after I'd already made this decision, I would ask the Lord, you know, is this, you know, you know, should I go left or right? And he was pretty silent during that time. Mm. And I believe he was silent because it was my long way. Wow. If if he'd have made it easier that for wilderness me, experience, I'd have, I'd have went right back to yeah, yeah. you know my old way. And he yeah. needed me to get someplace new in him so that I could discover mm -hmm. my purpose, so that my relationship with him would be more intimate. Yes. And and that's exactly what happened because after seven years of toil, because that business was not of the Lord, it wasn't a bad business. Insurance is a great industry, but it wasn't for me to do. And because mm it was not for me to do what was easy for someone else was a thousand times difficult for me. Mm. And so it was a constant Woo, girl. You trudgery. said a mouthful right there. Yes. It was trudgery. So wow. after seven years, I found myself in my office. I had laid off every single employee that I had and I didn't have a dime to my name and I was still open and trying to trade water. Wow. And I was, it, it got to a point I was literally facing eviction, not mm -hmm. only with my business location, but where I live that by mm. this time I'm in an apartment and, and I'm looking at eviction in both areas. And God mm -hmm. is faithful because I was able, you know, he showed me how to get out of those situations. Okay. But at the end of the day, I ended up going, remember I said I had a house with a North facing view uh, city lights. Mm -hmm. I ended up renting a, a room. It was grateful to get that room, mind you, because I was almost in my car. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, was, I rented a room from a woman in this crime-infested area, and I just had lost all hope by that time. I, wow. I was sitting on this bed, and everything I owned was either in a storage or it was in this bedroom. And I was like, how did I get here? How did things wow. go so left? But that was exactly where God wanted me. Because mm -hmm. that was, I remember before I even got, before I gave up my office and, and got out of there, I was sitting by myself and I said, Lord, I don't care what it is that you want me to do. Even if you want me to minister the gospel full time, I would even do that. Mm. I don't even know what I said it, but you know What'd what? you say? That was exactly, <laughs> he wanted me to get to that point. Uh, let and for go. some people, yeah, to let, let go. God. And let him do it. And that's the most fulfilling because the thing is, I knew I had a call to the ministry mm. and, and I knew I had a call to the marketplace, mm. but my primary call is for 
the ministry. And my secondary is for the marketplace. But that's not what I wanted. Wow. I wanted the marketplace first. And I wanted wow. to fit the other stuff in there, how I felt like fitting it in. And then I wanted to throw money at the rest of it. Mm. What you but, say? Yes. But the thing is, like some people are called to the marketplace and God will anoint them yeah. uh, to a point. They'll, the money will just come to them because they'll release it and put it where he says. Yeah. And that's yes. what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. And I have some of that, but that's not that's not what he he has something else for me to do mm -hmm. and so when i finally got broken enough you know and broke down enough mm. that's when i was able to hear and that's when i i got hungry for him on a level that because now the light bulb has come on i don't yeah. know you the way i think i know you mm -hmm. I surely don't know myself the way mm -hmm. i think i know myself mm -hmm. and so that's when things began to open up for me and and they began to shift Mm. So the, the comeback from this was had to do with taking my relationship from a surface level with the Lord and going deeper so that when he began to add back to me, I understood what it was for. Amen. It wasn't just for what I think I might want, you know, think is a good idea. Sure. It is for whatever he says, which means I'm open and I have a relationship with him so that I can have an understanding so that I can have the stuff, but it won't have me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Because all the stuff had me. Mm -hmm. And so he needed that thing to turn around because yeah. as long as I had, if the stuff had me, I was not going to obey him on the level that I needed to. I wasn't going to have the flexibility. I wouldn't. Absolutely. There's no way I would be a prison chaplain left. Absolutely. Devices. Absolutely. <laughs> And, you know, he allows us to go through things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and whatever he has to do in order to save our soul, he will do it. Yeah, he yeah. will do it. And mm -hmm. so if whatever he has to do in order to get us prepared for the greater blessings ahead, mm -hmm. he will do it. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. it's just like a baby, an infant. If you give an infant steak, then what is that infant going to do? Yeah. Choke. Yeah. Yeah. So he wants the best for us. He Absolutely. wants that, but he also don't want anything in his place. Right? He <laughs> don't want you to serve no other God, whether that's money, whether that's cars, homes, family members, friends, spouses, whatever it is. And see, here's the thing. He had my money, but he didn't have me. Mm. I got to a point at one point, I thought I was doing something because my goal was to live off a certain amount of my income and give away the rest. Wow. So I had gotten up to 30% of my income. I was in between tithing and giving. That was a done deal. Mm -hmm. And so my plan was to increase that. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so, you know, cause my, my desire was to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I, I desired to hurt myself right. or anyone else, but God did not have me. Right. Okay. Let me stop right there. Cause you said something mm -hmm. you mean to tell me that you were tithing mm -hmm. and giving mm -hmm. and you still lost everything. Still lost everything. Talk to the people because, because somebody, yes, this might, this message may not be for everybody, mm -hmm. but it's for definitely, it's definitely for somebody mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who is faithful in their giving. Mm -hmm and a good steward yep. and God still will take you through the test, especially if your heart 
because the thing is your heart is you know i remember uh, I, I remember hearing a, a, a somebody say it's not about how much you know people look at what somebody's giving but how much they keeping mm, <laughs> so mm. you may look at somebody and be like oh they just giving so much money what are they holding right what, what are they holding that you can't see for me it wasn't the money it was my heart it was my mm. submission wow it was it was my pride wow it was all the things that needed to go if i was going to elevate sure and you know i would love to say you know that i would have some if somebody had told me you couldn't mm. have told me mm -hmm. some things i had to live and go through myself Absolutely. so that i would have an understanding Absolutely. but because of my desire to help other people that God put in me. Every, it's not for everybody to tell their business the way I do. Absolutely. And, I, and I get that. And even as much as I tell publicly, you don't know the half of it. Mm, exactly. <laughs> was you know, what's private and what I how what I experienced and how I handled things and, and didn't handle it the best ways, you mm -hmm, know, God mm -hmm. had to teach me, but he had to teach me about character mm -hmm. on, on a level because I thought I was, I'm a good person, yeah. but there was so much in my character that pride and God hates pride because oh, he pride, does pride he does. heaven. That's how bad pride is. Mm -hmm. That's why it's an abomination. So there's aspects of pride. Well, I had to be humble because to when share he, with them, share he, with them yeah. what he had to do. Yeah. Publicly. Yeah. So exactly because it wouldn't, it wasn't going to be done privately. So mm -hmm. I had, I experienced not only a divorce of a, a Christian marriage, we were, you know, very active in our mm -hmm. ministries wow. not not just and we were you know started auxiliaries we did a lot together so first of all there's that and in, in the re, the religious um communities in the in the wow. sectors and the politics around that wow but then there was also the the failing of my business that was public because mm. people were used to me having money it took i'm gonna tell you the truth it took two years for my family to believe i didn't have money it took them like two years. They would what? they would be like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. Are you going to fly out because you got to get your ticket? I'm like, well, slow down. Uh, I, I'm not going to, I'm not coming. What do you mean you're not coming? You know, just get your ticket and blah, blah. So finally, I think it was my sister was like, you really don't have any money, do you? What? <laughs> I'm like, hello. I'm trying hello. to get, you know, but they're not accustomed. Exactly. And, and, and so, um, and now they made adjustment, but even in that, I want to encourage somebody because God will take you on a path that people don't understand. That's right. So everybody in my life and my sphere of influence at the time was like, why don't you just get with the program and go on and do whatever it is you were doing to make the money you were making. Exactly. To my, my mother, my everybody, you know? And so now I'm on this new thing, this purpose, Mm. You know, where I'm I'm laying different tracks. I'm I'm I had gone into full-time ministry and mm. into prison ministry at the time. And so I was making less than half of what I was accustomed to making, but my lifestyle had already downsized mm -hmm. to a point that God, even before I lost everything, God had me started pruning stuff, getting yes. rid of things. Yeah. And so they had to they they were quiet and you know how you know when people are talking about you behind your back mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> there was a, a lot of that going on not only in my family but with mm -hmm. certain friendships and, mm -hmm. and people who didn't understand what i you know, what they thought i was going through like right. 
going to be a phase, but they didn't understand that God was shifting me into something that was greater. And I had to rebuild and make it and rebuild from a blueprint that was from a true blueprint that he was establishing for yes. me as opposed to the, the one that I built that needed to be torn down. Exactly. And that tearing down is not comfortable. Oh, that no. tearing down um, it, it's, it's not, it's not pretty a lot of mm -hmm, times. Mm -hmm. And so when people are watching, God gets his glory, either you're going to give it to him or mm -hmm. other people are going to watch you spin out and go, Ooh, that could have been me. Thank exactly. God. Exactly. You don't get it either way. Exactly. So I'd rather give it to him. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather give it to him. But you said something, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, when you're going through your test, right? Or when you're going through your experience, mm -hmm. people are not going to understand. Friends and family are not going to understand your journey. Mm -mm. And you know why they're not going to understand? Because God gave you the vision yeah. and yeah. the vision was for you. It wasn't for them. So mm -hmm. no, it's not for them to understand why you're moving and, and, and uh, maneuvering yeah. and navigating the way that mm -hmm. you're navigating. It's not for them to understand. Yeah, and you have to stand in that truth. And it doesn't mean that you don't take advice or you don't listen to people, but you want to advise from people uh, from wisdom, godly wisdom. Absolutely. And also, you have to be willing to do what's necessary. One of the things that really, for a long time, a couple of things kept me tripped up. Anytime I had to go get a job, when I said I was an entrepreneur, I thought I was betraying my path. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want to say to anyone, sometimes you may have to do things to gain more skills. Mm -hmm. You may have to do things, you know, to, to stabilize yourself. You're not any less of an entrepreneur if you do that. Exactly. You function as an entrepreneur wherever you are and you, you, you keep the main thing, the main thing. Exactly. And I always say, give a job, you know, give them the best you are give them, but don't give them your all. Don't mm -hmm. give them everything exactly do, do the best job you know do it as unto the lord but make sure that you're carving some consistent time out for yourself for your own hopes and dreams exactly les brown shared yeah. something with us that some a, a lesson that i learned and when you're going through your journey right you're going to go through some ups you're going to go through some downs there are going to be some down times right mm -hmm. and the Bible says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seeking you shall find, knocking the door will be open, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of times when we have that pride, we won't ask, yeah. right? Yeah. Because we want to suffer in silence, but you don't have to suffer in silence. Yeah. Les Brown has, he, he said, um, I heard him, he says this all the time. He says, ask, not because you're weak, but so that you can remain strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask so that you can remain strong. Mm -hmm. It's not a sign of weakness, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you ask so that you can remain strong. And that, you know, that goes hand in hand with the Bible. And we are so prideful that we won't even ask, but mm -hmm. not knowing that when you ask and you let it go, mm -hmm. take it off of you, Mm -hmm. Then that's when those doors start opening and God will start bringing those people into your path. Yeah. And he will navigate, you know, because you let it out there and you asked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and you, you have, let go of that pride. You you have it had it, it had first it had to be revealed to me so that I can let it go because I had yeah. scales over my eyes around yes. it. If you'd have said, I remember I worked with a guy, he's still a very good friend of mine. The Lord has used him and his wife. And um, he told me one time, and this is before everything happened. He said, you know, you got a lot of pride. I was like, what you say? <laughs> I'm humble. I had humble moments. Right. You're like, mm. <laughs> he was like, okay. Right. But you know what? It was very, very true. And, and a lot of it, it was keeping me hemmed up. It was keeping me hemmed up from being able, you know, because God, you know, he, he, that's who he deals with. He deals with the humble. Yes. If you got it all together, what can he do for you? Absolutely. You've what stepped into his territory. But the thing is you run it. So you either run it how you run it or the way you run it, you submit yourself to the Lord and allow him to partner with you so that he can run it through you. Absolutely. But that's still by your permission. This is Absolutely. not something that he's forcing. This is something that you have to submit to. And it takes a humility Absolutely. to, to have relationship with the Lord and to Absolutely. serve him and, and to have the success. And Absolutely. I'm very grateful in coming to the other side of that because I found purpose in it. And, and my idea of success is so different. So now as things are added, back to me i i understand and and things don't hold me mm. you, you can just dangle any kind of carrot in front of yes, me and I go yes, running. yes yes is it purpose or is it not purpose amen you can't have any old old kind of scam or you know get rich quick yes you know, or stuff people have some great ideas you know I'm, I'm very fortunate that people think about me a lot of times when they're doing stuff mm -hmm. but it makes it easy for me to say no if i know it's not in my will i can say i have to stay on track you know you know god's speed but i have to stay on track with what god told me to do i can't Amen. get off it that it'll take me off into the weeds even though that's a great you know concept and it's a great idea you know it's not for me Amen. so I'm just very grateful and I've been able to, to assist people in doing the, you know, the, the same thing, you know, because you don't have to experience the devastation that I Absolutely. experienced, but you could be someone, what I get a lot, even in my coaching practice are women who, you know, they know that God has something else for them, mm -hmm. but they have a whole life that's dependent upon their life, you know, their, their, their income, right. You know, they're, they're making a six figure income, but they're like, you know, what about, you know, I got kids, I got to get to college. And what about this? And what about that? And I got two, you know, luxury car payments. You know, I, I got two. And the thing is, you can, you can make a plan for yourself, but you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional to see where you're going to pivot, pivot and to see where you're going to sacrifice. Exactly. Because, you know, it's like salvation. It's free, but it's not cheap. Mm, <laughs> you know, mm. you're gonna you have to pay a price if you want what God has for you. So the question Absolutely. is, you do have a say so in that. Mm -hmm. So what is it that you want to sacrifice? When do you want to sacrifice it? What does that even look like? What do you want to even? Where do you want to go? Where What do you want to sacrifice? These are things I didn't think about when I needed to. So you, <laughs> he will have you at the point. Yeah where you're saying i surrender all <laughs> forget how much am i going to sacrifice oh if it's necessary if he deems it necessary mm -hmm. he want it all and That's he right. wants all the glory he don't want you saying i well 
oh, well, I did this and I did the, I, I did all the work. And I, 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 what? And, and he'll bless you. Cause the thing is, is that he gives us all the gifts and talents, everything we need to oh, he does. we have inside of us, even if it seems like it's so much to achieve, yeah. but it's up to us to give it back to him. Absolutely. When we give it back to him, then he can put supernatural with your natural. Ooh. He's like, okay, we partnered in this. Come on now. You, you, now, you, let, you let me show you what my side looks like. You giving it back to me, you know, yes. okay, that, then let me show you what we gonna do. Yes, you know? exactly. As opposed to, I got this and uh, thanks God, I like to give God the glory for what I did. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And, you know, he wants to do so much more in our lives and he's merciful. He, he, he really is. is. And you don't have to fear failure because it's a part of the process. It is. Everything that I went through, I was able to refashion it and use it to leverage to my next level. Yes. Everything. Yes. Everything that I thought I lost and I gained a, a thousand times over because of my willingness to repurpose the time. Time is only wasted if you don't repurpose it mm. for your good. Mm, that's good. So, so I even encourage people, don't say, oh, I wasted so much time. Oh, I get, it's only wasted if you don't do anything with what you went through. Absolutely. But if you take it and, and you use it for the greater good, it's not wasted. Mm -hmm. God is going to multiply it. He's going to yes. multiply it and you yes. will be paid interest on what you lost. Won't he do it? Mm -hmm. Won't yes, he do he it? Yes, he will every time. Mm -hmm. That was so good. Let's. Um, I want to go back and let them see what your triggers look like along the way. You know, mm -hmm. you may have hit on it, uh, hit on them a little bit, but those triggers are those defining moments where mm -hmm. he was trying to get your attention mm. to have you, you know, here with him. Yeah, and I and I think. Um, I'll tell you what used to happen to me a lot. And this has to do with pride because this is this a big, a big one for me. And it isn't mm. for a lot of people, but you may, you know, may or may not have a realization of it, but sure. I didn't. So I would get in circumstances a lot where he was merciful mm -hmm. for a long time and I was able to earn. Mm. But I never, because I was out of purpose, I never desired to promote high up in corporate America. Wow. But, but what would happen, I would get in these, these situations where I could join a team and everybody would love me. Even my manager, you know, may love me, but it'd be somebody in authority with me. It's like, they would look at me and decide it was time to take me down a couple notches. Mm. And the reason that that would happen time and time again, it even happened, you know, as I, you know, we don't have enough time to talk about how many times I'm flunk this test. Right. But I would bump heads and go up against, you know, whoever it was, because it would be uh, an injustice. And it would not be fair. And I would, and, and, you know, and I, you know, and I, I was sticking up for myself, but really God was developing my character. One to trust him to fight battles. Absolutely. I was always fighting my battles, mm. you know, and because of the way I was raised, my mother was a fighter. She was strong. Yeah. And we didn't have anybody fighting for anything for us. If you didn't, even as a child, my mother rarely had to go up to school for anything for me. I was going to handle it. <laughs> You know, that's just what? that kind of kid, you know, Dr. Yvonne, what? yes, you know, even like the principal, I'm like, I went to talk to the principal because what? you did not. Yes, I did. You know, so, but I, that I never 
grew out of that mentality until God helped me. That was in you. Yeah. It was in me. And mm -hmm. the reason that these stories are even important is because all if, if you don't understand how to humble yourself and allow God to, to show you how to navigate through a terrain mm -hmm. and allow him to move these, you know, give, give you the chest move so that these pieces can be moved around in your favor. Because mm -hmm. it'll look like you cornered. It'll look like you lost. It'll look like, you know, these people did me a certain way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you have to learn how to allow him to, to make your enemies your footstool. You have yes. to learn how to allow him the opportunity yes. to make a, a table in front of your enemy. Yes. And you have the humility not to smush it in their face. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have the humility to be able to be who you need to be, not just for yourself, but for who's watching, who's in your sphere of influence. When God raises you to a level, that's a, more people that have eyes on you, where Absolutely. you have a responsibility for leading. And he was trying to make me into a great leader. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. a lot of the mistakes I made in that pride and getting me is because not only were I not listening to people in certain positions of authority, I wouldn't listen to God either. Mm. So he had to allow these things that would come up against me uh, uh, to happen so that I would get the memo. Yeah, and it absolutely. took a long time for yeah, me to absolutely. get it. And now I can't even count how many times, it's countless, how many times he's he's come to my aid. He's, you know, and I can recognize an attack. It's one thing. I can recognize an attack now and be like, okay, I know what this is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's or, a beautiful thing. Yeah. It is a beautiful thing. And You're you like, okay, respond. Lord, I see you. I see you. I yes. see you. And you can respond and not yeah. react. Yes. You can respond based Which is on positive. God. Yes. It's God telling you, okay, I need you to be quiet here. Right, I right. To, I need you to not, you know, have no clap back right here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I need you to let them go on and say whatever they're going to say, because I'm going to take care of it. Yeah, this is a yeah. test. Just say test. thank you very much. You know, God, you know, God bless you. Let's, you know, all those <laughs> things, you know, in, in the realm of everything I'm talking about, wanting to be an entrepreneur uh, that's doing great things, wanting to be in a ministry, all that could not happen. And, and me be responsible for handling God's people a certain way, mm. unless mm. I was humble. You mistreat yes. people when yes. you're not humble, Amen. when you don't, when you don't have um, the character to say, just, just because like, I, I'm not a profanity user. I mean, back right. in the day I, I was, right. but that's right. not the problem. Exactly. Not, you know, I had, I know I worked for a man that used to laugh at me because he said, you know, you, Ivanka, you have a way of cursing without cursing. <laughs> <laughs> slice, slice and dice you and, this, and, and not say one word. Yeah, real matter of fact about certain things. Right. But I remember the Lord pulling my coattail about that. Like, because that man mm. wasn't a Christian. He was very fond of me and he was a manager that was really responsible in a lot of my development professionally. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he said it as a joke, but uh, I guess kind of, sort of. But God, I remember him pulling my coattail and saying, pay attention to what he said. Mm. And so I learned that, okay, let me, and I was like, Lord, show me when I do that because yeah, I don't yeah. understand it fully. Could you show yeah. me, have your Holy Spirit check me wow. when I do that? Wow. And, and, and he would, he would, wow. he would totally check me. And so I learned now that it's okay to be quiet. 
if you're not going to say, if it's not going to come out a certain kind of way, you don't have to say anything. Amen. You know, be like, okay, you know, uh, or, you know. Look, my, my prayer would be right on my tongue. <laughs> Let my words edify. Yes. That song knocked me in the head or my steps. <laughs> Yeah. Honey, but and and I heard the song over ye, over the years, yeah. and it never hit me mm -hmm. like it hit me, mm -hmm. and I literally had to start praying that particular area of the song mm -hmm. right on my tongue. Mm -hmm. Let my words edify, because mm -hmm. when you talk about bridle your tongue, that means Lord, that's right. Get that thing, and you control it. And there's a shut way. it down. If you're going to lead, you can't handle God's people any kind of way. Not at all. If you're going to influence the multitudes, like many of you listening to this program, you know God has called you to the multitude. Yes. Everything that I told you about my story is tied together. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that I just lost my business and I just lost, you know, being able to have my properties. And it was just, it was everything that was necessary to bring me to a place where I learned to walk low. Mm -hmm. And it all went together because I couldn't see on my own that every time I went to do what I was doing in times of abundance, that I wasn't allowing God to help me. I wasn't yes. allowing him to show me. I wasn't yes. allowing him to guide me. And so he went as far, far as he could go with me with all the stuff before mm. he said, okay, now it's time that we got to, we got to put, we got to let her circle the drain and let it all, you know, everything go out. And then yes. now when she's at the bottom, maybe now she can hear. Exactly. So now he can build you up. It's like being in the military where you get broken down. Mm. So build you up. Mm. And so I had to be That's built good. up to be a soldier. Yes. I had to be built up to be a soldier. And some of you are listening right now. You're being built up to be a soldier. But it, it, I want you to understand if you're going through, that's part of what's happening. Yes. And so now when things happen in my life, and I know it's, God has allowed it. Mm -hmm. So the question becomes not, why is this happening to me? Exactly. It becomes, okay, what is what it is you want me to, to learn, learn from this? Exactly. What is it you want? What are you doing? in this exactly you know i don't care how funky it is i'm exactly. like oh wait a minute you know what is it that i gotta get out of this so i yes, can move on to the next place exactly so i don't stay here and keep circling this mountain exactly, you know? exactly. and so my, my perspective changed just like what wayne dyer says you know when mm -hmm. you change the way you look at things the things, things you, you look, look at, at change. change come on now you had it right so my perspective had to be shifted mm -hmm. and that and all of those pieces that happened, my loss of my marriage, my lo loss of the business, the loss of money, the, the all of that loss, loss, loss is like God saying, I'm stripping you. Now we're going to 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 with your permission, you're going to allow me to build you up. Exactly. And, and we're going to have a great relationship. It's going to be a close relationship and you're going to walk with me. And you're going to know who's in control. And you're going to know who's in control. But the thing is, with all of that sacrifice, you're going to be more fulfilled than you've yes. ever been fulfilled in your you yes. thought that you thought you were doing on your own. Yes. When we do sure. them like that, it's not yes. like, you know, oh, now we're just going to be miserable. No, mm -hmm. I have never not at all. been so full in my life 
Um, and that's even with not having all the accoutrements and, and creature comforts and all mm-hmm. the stuff I was mm-hmm. used to. And I don't even care about it the same way. It doesn't mm-hmm. even have the same priority. And there's nothing exactly. wrong with having it, by the way. Not there's at all. Wrong. I, I want to be clear. And like I said, as long as the perspective is kept um, the way that it needs to be kept. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That was good. That was really good. And so we're going to have to, I hate ending this conversation because it's so rich it's so rich um but as we transition um i have three questions that i always ask my uh guest so are you ready i'm ready okay so question number one what are you most grateful for oh uh second third fourth and fifth chances Hallelujah. Won't you do it? <laughs> I, because I think I honestly, I think about even, you know, in when I in the chaplaincy and I'm working with incarcerated people or whatever, I realize how close we all come. We won't know until we really go and see Jesus. Yes. The 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 things that missed us. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, um, and not because we were so smart. Right. You know, it right. was because of the grace of God. Yes. And Hallelujah. I so many people behind a prison wall that I'm thinking that could have been me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because, you know, I was just this great person and they weren't this great. I, some of the people I did never had to face what they had to face. Who right. knows what would have happened if I had their lives, right. you know, right. or if I was in a, the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. Or, or like I've, I've met, I met a guy who was in there with, for, for murder because he got in a bar fight. Wow. And and he didn't even start the bar fight. But, you know, you know, the you know, you don't back down the prize. You don't walk away. Fight. The mm-hmm. guy hit his head on the corner of the bar and that was it. His life changed forever. Lord Jesus. Know? And didn't have money, uh, you know, to fight, you know, you know, in a way he would have needed to. Right. Right. Out of, a prison. But he's in prison. So and you're going to have to come back mm-hmm. to uh, talk about how you got into that arena, mm-hmm. into that ministry. Yeah, that's a whole nother, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's a whole it's nother, a whole nother story. Uh, stop sign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's go on to question number two. Mm-hmm. Question number two. So you know that I have the private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace. Mm-hmm. So share with our audience what, your definition what is your definition of peace oh my definition of peace is around um the stability that god gives you even in the storm Ooh, that's because good. anybody can have peace when nothing is happening mm-hmm. but when your life is turned on its head do you have the inside do you have the knowing that you're going to come out on the other side that hope that you need to put one foot in front of the other or when you don't have the answers on how to make things better to know that they're going to get better because of the god you serve absolutely that's peace to me Mm. um there are other things that can can lend to peace superficially but Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day even people with all the money in the world could could have no peace, not be able to get sleep at night. This is absolutely take all true. the antidepressants that somebody can prescribe for. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So that's what it is for me. Wow. That's good. 
Great answer, great answer. Question number three, what are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace? Okay, so mm -hmm. whether it's daily rituals or, or um, daily routines that you do, uh, things that you would like to share with our audience today that will help them move forward uh, uh, into their, uh, from the broken pieces of their past mm -hmm. and move them forward into their life of peace. So there's a, a few things that I do and it's around consistency mm. and intention. And it's not so much like for me, because I'm a believer, I have made it my business that every morning I get up between 5.30 and 6 o'clock mm -hmm. and I spend an hour in the word. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you don't know what to study, don't even sweat. Get yourself one of them 365 days. They're free. You can get online, and look. And that's just, what I do every morning. And, live and, and follow it, and and follow it. And what'll happen as you begin to develop, you'll begin to get more topical things. Yeah, things that God wants you to study, and characters yes. in the Bible He wants you to study for your own development. Mm -hmm. But but that's that's me. That's one of the things I do. But I also spend an element of my time every day working on my life plan and working on the things that I say I want to achieve and making sure I have dates to them and, and, and goals mm -hmm. and not just letting life happen. Mm -hmm. Because what I like to say, if you don't do something with life, life will do something with you. Won't they do it? So I'm trying to do something with life. So yes. that's the other thing that I do. I make sure that I'm intentional about the things that I'm participating in, I make sure my life is balanced. I have good people around me. I have friends around me um, that are also very like-minded in, in mm -hmm. their vision in mm -hmm. terms of what they want for their own lives. Uh, and they're very positive. And then yes. I'm, I'm also putting motivational things inside of me and addressing those things that are, are, not, are not positive. Yes, that's good. That is good. Great answer. Great answer. So as we get ready to wrap it up, mm -hmm. let the people know how they can contact you. You can contact me. Uh, you can send me an email at info at liveshacklefree.com, L-I-V-E-S-H-A-C-K-L-E.com. My website is www.liveshacklefree.com. I also have a webinar that's coming up for women here on the 11th. Uh, if you go to my website and click on the image of a picture of me, it's called Rise Up. It's time to rewrite your life story. What yes. you say? Yes, indeed. Um, and it's a free webinar uh, for women. Uh, sign up for that webinar. Uh, you'll be able to, it's a bit.ly link there as well that you can click on. It's, it's the bit.ly forward slash, forward slash uh, time to rewrite your story. Mm, Those are good. the ways um, that you can contact me. So the easiest is to, to access it from the website. You'll see mm -hmm. my image right there. Just click on the image mm -hmm. and you can also uh, sign up for my mailing list on my website as well. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. And she has a book, you guys. I do. She has a book called mm -hmm. From Golden Handcuffs. From Golden Handcuffs. Come on now. Yes. <laughs> From golden handcuffs yeah. to divine purpose. Yeah. Come on now. Transitioning yeah. from your unhappy place to God's best. Yes. Won't he also, do it? Yeah, won't he do it? And you can get my book, um, especially if you really want to understand um, uh, uh, in more detail how I made the transition 
that book explains and gives you uh, ways that you can overcome adversity as well. And you can get that on my website, the liveshacklefree.com. It's $14.95. You can purchase it there. Love it, love it, love it. And I ordered my copy. So mine is on the way. Oh, yes, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm super excited about getting it. And I want it signed too. Just so uh, and I'll be so glad to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And ladies and gentlemen, she is also one of the powerful, spe- uh, not speakers, but she's also a powerful speaker. Yeah. Trained by the best. But right. she's also one of the powerful authors that will be showcased in the book that's coming who wouldn't serve a god like this this. and so i am super excited to have you come and collaborate with me on and along with the other 16 authors um, on this kingdom assignment that we have been appointed to it is going to be a number one bestseller we are decreeing and declaring it thing yes Absolutely. It shall be established. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. And so I'm super excited about that. So you all stay tuned. Make sure you connect with Dr. Yavanka uh, at her website. Uh, sign up for the webinar that's coming up on the 11th. Yes, and 11th and is 5.30 Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Time. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. This has been so good. Thank you so much. I had fun. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so grateful and God bless you so much and may he continue to increase you. Thank you, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Uh, Thank you so much. And so we definitely look forward to seeing you back here in the morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode where we read the entire Bible in 365 days. Yes. Also, make sure that you meet us back here uh, on Friday. Okay, not here, but uh, on the broadcast, uh, the Daily Gospel international network where god has expanded our territory into over 50 million households so if you have apple tv roku amazon fire tv then we are aired uh each and every friday at 8 30 7 30 sorry 7 30 central standard time 8 30 eastern standard time and uh so wherever you may be joining us in the world make sure you check your local time zone so that you'll be able to tune in to the broadcast okay on the daily gospel network and then also meet us back here next week where i will have another powerful uh testimony coming another powerful featured guest sharing their uh powerful testimony all right and so i pray that you were blessed if you did share it with us in the chat and we look forward to seeing you back here if it's the lord's will on next week better yet how about in the morning all right bright and early and if you miss this live if you miss me live the replay always works all right so again dr yuvanka thank you again so much for coming blessing and ladies and gentlemen we will see you back here again soon Bye-bye.